Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 21 of uh, 2021 um, of the new year, episode 21 of 2021. So uh, for this episode, I'm not going to do scriptural readings, uh, at least not that I see yet, but... I want to talk about um, this um, vaccine. Uh, the last episode, I read an article. I might revisit this article again for this uh, episode. I also have an article, uh, a, a letter from Archbishop Carlo Maria Viganò. We haven't heard anything from him for a while. Uh, I think we need to uh, definitely hear this letter what he's saying, because Pope Francis and Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI have both been vaccinated. They've taken the vaccine. Um, The problem with this vaccine, and the article is basically I read last episode was of Bill Gates' investment in these vaccines, which is problematic because Bill Gates has a shady past. Um, obvious, it's on fact that he has been involved in vaccinating villages in India and parts of Africa. And he has been accused of, um, accused that the vaccines that he's been spreading around have sterilized people. And he has been known on record talking about uh, depopulating the planet. He's one of those um, people that is very uncomfortable around other people, especially around minorities. We know this for a fact, or people who he considers not of his liking and class. Um, we have to understand something. Um, a couple of episodes earlier, episodes earlier, I read an article by James Lindsay. Uh, it's an essay. It's about psychopath, uh, psychopathy, people who live in their own delusional world, create their own morality, create their own, uh, idea of truth, creating their own idea of right and wrong. Uh, believe that everyone around them is wrong. They, they, they believe that they're the hero of their of the story. Bill Gates is not a, a person who's comfortable around people. He builds his own morality, his own truth. He doesn't live in the world of facts. Amazingly, he's again like Soros, like Zuckerberg, like Jack Dorsey and uh, many other people. They're very rich, very powerful. They have lots of money. They don't have any need. They could live the rest of their lives comfortably, comfortably without any complaint or any want. But somehow something along the way is wrong. The world is wrong. The people are wrong. There's a spirit of discontent 
a spirit of restlessness in them. And it's translated into fear of the world, of the world around them. A need to dominate, to control, to change to their own liking, to their own image. And that's very, very dangerous. This is people who are, in a sense, megalomaniacs, pathological. We see this in Soros. We see this in he's richer than any person in the, on the planet. More, He's got money like you wouldn't believe. Power like you wouldn't believe. And it's translated in his mind that he has to change the world. Soros was born a Hungarian Jew. And when in his youth... He collaborated with the Nazis. And then he worked with another Jew to confiscate property of other Jews. He was sort of like, you can say, he kept an inventory. He doesn't feel guilty about it. He doesn't feel any shame about it. He doesn't feel any repentance about it. That says a lot right there. Um, but he's... He's uh, clever and shrewd, and he became a rich, powerful person. Um, he's got more money, but he's decided that he's going to try to change the world, change a society, change the culture, change the planet. Someone like Bill Gates, who has gotten, who's invested and in, made software from his garage, he's gotten to be the richest man on the planet as well. Uh, Zuckerberg created a social media network, Facebook and Messenger. And again, he's invested, he's decided to invest his money, his, his wealth, his, uh, all his wealth to, again, with these people to change the planet. Jack Dorsey did the same thing. These people are megalomaniacs, megalomaniacs. They could, they could live their lives happy. I mean, look at someone like Mike Lindell, who came up with my pillow. He doesn't want to control the world. He has God in his life. He's happy with God in his life. He, he gives thanks to God. This is a man who suffered. Uh, I believe he was a drug addict, an alcoholic drug addict, and he encountered God. He met God in his life. And God has changed him, made him happy. And he just wants to make other people happy. He doesn't need to, to control people. There's no need for that. He knows that, he knows the pains of life. He knows the miseries of life. He's looked at misery and he has handed over to God as his savior. A man can become rich, but realize that all his wealth comes from the Lord. I ordered a my pillow. You know, he sends you a little scripture passage from Jeremiah or uh, scripture passages, and he he doesn't he doesn't forget God. He doesn't forget God. He 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 goes to God 
And this is what's important about someone like this is that you give thanks to the Lord. You, you, your whole life is to God, your success and everything. I only wish I could, <laughs> don't we all wish we could gain success and always remember God in our lives and do good. That's important. It's very hard for money can change people. And I, re, and, and I think I understand that, you know, it can easily, I mean, the Lord himself said, what profits a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? What will a man give for his soul? Those true, those words are true, are true. And they're true today as they were 2000 years ago. And they will be true 2000 years from now. So, um, let's begin with an Our Father and an Hail Mary, and we'll go into the article by Archbishop Maria Vigano, all right? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so this is an opinion. Archbishop Viganos react, reacts to Pope Francis saying, all must take the COVID vaccine. This was an interview that Pope Francis gave uh, in Italian TV. Uh, consider considerations by Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano on the promotion of that vaccine by the Holy See. This is from J Friday, January 15th, uh, this last Friday, 2021. All right. Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano on January 15th, 2021. Life Site News. A few days ago, an interview was broadcast on Canales 5, I guess Channel 5, in which Jorge Maria Mario, I'm sorry, Jorge Mario Bergoglio appears in the unusual role of sponsor of the uh, pharmaceutical companies. We had already seen him in the role of politician, of trade unionists, of promoter of uncontrolled immigration, of supporter of welcoming illegal immigrants and of uh, philanthropists in the, in all of these metaphors, which has always emerged alongside his capacity to totally remove himself from his, uh, from his institutional role as the uh, poly politic character of the Argentine, who we now discover is also the promoter of, pharmaceutical companies, a convinced supporter of vaccines, and a zealous cheerleader of those who for a, for a year now have been using COVID as a means to control the masses and to impose the Great Reset desired by the World Economic Forum. 
uh, Archbishop Vigano never fails to um, uh, to amaze me how he uh, puts together words, his sentences. The fact that the vaccine does not give any guarantee of uh, efficiency, but rather can induce serious side effects. The fact that in some cases it has been produced starting from cells taken from aborted fetuses and therefore is absolutely irreconcilable with Catholic morality. The fact that the treat that treatment with hyperimmune plasma or with alternative protocols are being boycotted despite the evidence of their efficacy. All this means little to the new expert who can, on the basis of absolutely zero medical comp uh, competency, is now recommending the vaccine to the faithful while using his sovereign authority to require the citizens of the Vatican to submit to, to questionable treatment in the name of an unspecified ethical duty. The, bl uh, the bleak Paul VI audience hall has been implementally chosen as the as the temple to which to celebrate this new sanitary rite officiated by ministers of the covert religion in order to ensure certainly not the salvation of souls but rather the illusory promise of health for the body this is this is seriously wrong this is absolutely wrong it is disheartening that after unscrupulously demolishing no small number of the Catholic truth in the name of dialogue with the heretics and idolaters of the one dogma, which Bergoglio is not ready to renounce, is that obligatory vaccination, obligatory vaccination, mind you, a dogma which he himself unliterally defi defined without any synodal process, a dogma which one would expect there to be at least a minimum of prudence, if not dictated by moral coherence, then at least by utilitarian scruple, because sooner or later, when the effects of the vaccine on the population are seen, when they begin to count the deaths it has caused, how many people have been maimed for life by a drug that is still in the process of experimentation? Someone will be able to, to ask those who were convinced supporters of the vaccine to render an account. At this point, it will be natural to draw up a list of those who, in virtue of the authority which they are recognized, have convinced their unsuspecting subjects to present themselves for inoculation by the so-called vaccine. Self-proclaimed experts, virologists, immunologists with a conflict of interest mosquito scientists in the pay of big firma veterinarians with scientific ambitions governments founded by uh, founded journalists and opinion sharpers and movie stars and popular singers in in, uh, in disgrace which lists bergoglio must now be added as an exceptional supporter along with the perilates in, in in his entourage. And if today the lack of specific competency does not seem to be sufficient argument to lead them to at least maintain a prudent silence, at that point their protests 
of I didn't know, I never imagined, it wasn't my field of knowledge, will be judged only to be a factor that aggravates their their offense, as it should be. Uh, here's, here's a word in Latin, which I will not try to say. It is foolish to say, I thought. Well, I'll, I'll try to pronounce it. Steldum est decre putabam. It translates, it's foolish to say, I, I thought. Of course, the Bregolian church de facto uh, can be legitimized with Amoris Laetitiae to the point that Aventar speaks today of LGBT. Parenting with the ease of gender propaganda pamphlet, an idolatrous rite worshipping Mother Earth can be celebrated in St. Peter's winking at Maltazen environmentalism the matter of the sacrament of holy orders can be modified conferring ministers on women the death penalty can be declared immoral while usually keeping quiet about abortion communion can be administered to public sinners while denying it to those who wish to receive it on the tongue uh, in order not to commit sacrilege and access to the classroom can be denied for catholic school students we are not vaccinated as uh, as has already happened in Ireland. And yet these blatant adulter uh, adulter adulterations of Catholic doctrine in perfect ideologic continuity with the Conciliar Revolution are accompanied by the firm and unshakable profession of faith in science that borders on... Uh, e uh, I'm sorry, word here. Esotericism and superstition. On the other hand, when you stop believing in God, you can believe in anything. I love that. That's perfect. Wow. So um, let me just stop here a minute. And he's right. Because a lot of people, um, I mean, you have people who say that I'm spiritual, not religious. That doesn't mean anything. That could mean anything. That just means that um, religion can mean anything they want it to be except the reality of God. It's all feeling. It's all sentimentality. It's all um, just metaphors and words and interpretation that can make you feel good, basically. It's just like walking through the park and, and it's just enjoying the cool breeze and the flower, the smell of the flowers in the air. That's all it is, but it's not the reality of God. It's not the reality of truth. Truth is what's important. And God is the truth. And God is a reality. It's not a, he's not a, 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 a reflection of our imagination. It's not our desire to be God. It's the reality of God and the reality and his reality. He exists. He is true. So let's continue. When you stop believing in God, you can believe in anything. Thus, if for Bergoglio, belonging to the one church of Christ through baptism is ultimately superfilious for the eternal self, for the eternal salvation of a soul, then the the initiatory rite of the vaccine is proclaimed as ex cathedra to be indispensable for the physical health of the individual and 
as such, it is presented as undelayably uh, necessary. Undelayably uh, necessary. It is possible to set aside revealed truth in the name of ecumenism and interior religious dialogue. It is likewise not licit to question the dogmas of COVID. The revelation made by the media about the pandemic and the salivic sacrament of vaccine, and if with Fortali Tutti or uh, Fudi Tutti, Universal Brotherhood or the brother, the the Brotherhood of all, Universal Brotherhood can be promoted apart from faith in one God, living and true. No contact is permitted with so-called deniers, a new category of sinners to be avoided who must be punished as heretics by the health inquisition and media excommunication so as to be made a warning to the flock if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching do not receive him in your house and do not greet him saint john warns in um chapter 2 verse 10 of john bergoglio must have misunderstood and so he greets and embraces abortionists and criminals but he does not uh, contaminate himself with anti-vaccines, vaccines, vaxers. I guess he puts here. He puts anti dash v a x x e r s. He has a sense of humor. He does not. Ex he does. He does not accept us that this scientific dogmatism, which would hor horrify the most ardent supporters of the primacy of science over religion. Is propagated is propagated by those who are not scientists, from influencers to to Bergoglio, from athletes to Biden, from experts to politicians, all eager to put out their arms in front of the television cameras, only to discover from the videos that it's that in many cases the syringe needle is still covered by the cap, <laughs> or that the inoculating liquid is clear when the vaccine serum should actually be opaque. These are obviously objections that the high priests of COVID reject with disdain. The mysterium is part of the ritualization of the sacred action, just as sacramentum accomplishes what it signifies, administering the vaccine with a retractable needle or without pushing the plunger of the syringe serves to dramatize the message that is to be transmitted to the masses of believers and the victims of the right of those who for the good of all offer themselves with docility to the, to the mirage of immunity that not even Pfizer, Moderna or AstraZeneca dares to guarantee represents the, the sacrificum which is also part of the new health religion. On closer inspection of the innocent babies aborted in the third month of pregnancy to produce vaccines really do seem to form sort of human sacrifice with which to perpetuate the, the infernal powers in terrifying priority that only the wicked can pretend not to see. In the grotesque ceremonial delirium, there is not even lacking the note of the sacred sacred congregation for divine worship with which a total disregard for the absurd even promulgated in uh, in limping latin instructions on how to impose the sacred ashes it is not surprising that latin too has gone to fray
Uh, yeah, there's a thing now about how we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Uh, how they're gonna distribute ashes for this Ash Wednesday, which is coming early next month on the seventeenth. Um, it seems to be new guidelines. We have to go through that. Okay, so then the priest washes his hands, puts on the mask, and protects his nose and mouth. Okay, let me let me go back here and read this a little bit. Uh, hold on. Okay, let me go back a little bit. In in the grotesque ceremonial delirium, there's not even lacking the note of the sacred congregation for divine worship, which total disregard for the absurd even promulgates in limping Latin instructions on how to impose sacred ashes. It is not surprising that the Latin too has gone to fray. De uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it. I think they give you a translation. Then the priest washes his hands, puts on the mask, protects his nose and mouth. The purification of the hands with detergent and the use of a mask are scientifically useless, but symbolically necessary for the transmission of the faith expressed by the right, and precisely in this we understand how true and valid is the ancient edge of uh, a prosper of Aquitaine. Uh, of Aquitaine. Hold on here, what does it say? According to which the way in which one prays reflects what one believes. Okay, hold on here. Okay, how true, understand how true and valid is the ancient adage of prosper. Okay, hold on, let me read it one more time. Okay, the purification of the hands with this with detergent and the use of masks are scientifically useless but symbolically necessary for the transmission of the faith expressed by the right. And precisely in this we understand how true and valid is the ancient adage of prosper of the uh, of of Aquitaine, Lexi Arandi, Lexi Credende. Okay, Lexi Carandi, Lexi Credende. That I know. According to which the way in which one prays reflects which what one believes. Lexi Carandi, Lexi Arandi, Lexi Credende. How the the way one prays reflects how one believes. That I understand. Someone will object in pious attempt to avoid the total collapse of the papacy carried by Bergoglio, that the opinions expressed by him are and remain precisely opinions, and that therefore there is no obligation for the Catholic to submit to a vaccine which his conscience and natural morality demonstrate to be immoral. But the new papal magisterium has been made explicit, uh, explicit right on Canale Five, Channel Five, just as it was on the plane on the plane that the LGP dogma, who am I to judge, was defined and and just as it was in footnote of Amoris Laetitiae, that the indissolubility of marriage was denied in the name of pastoral practice. Politicians put out tweets on social media, self-styled experts pontificate on television studios, and parrots preach in interviews. Do not be surprised if one day Bergoglio appears in a publicity spot to endorse electric scooters. <laughs> that's that's very good. All right, let me just go back a little bit. Uh, that was very funny. In the grotesque or in the in the grotesque ceremonial delirium, there is not even lacking the note of the sacred congregation for divine worship, with, with which. A total disregard for the absurd, 
even promulgates in, in, in limping Latin instructions on how to impose sacred ashes, it is not surprising that the Latin too has gone to fray. Uh, I'm not going to try to say it, but this, it's it's kind of funny what the way he he actually has a sense of humor. Then the priest washes his hands and puts on the mask to, to protect his nose and mouth. The purification of the hands with detergent and the use of a mask are scientifically useless, but symbolically necessary for the transmission of the faith expressed by the right. And precisely in this, we understand how true and valid is the ancient adage of, pros, uh, of prosper of, at, of Aquitaine, lex arande, lex credende, according to which the way in which one prays reflects what one believes. Someone will object in a pious attempt to avoid the total collapse of the papacy carried by Bergoglio, that the opinions expressed by him are and remain precisely opinions, and, and that therefore there is no obligation for the Catholic to submit to a vaccine, which his conscience and natural morality demonstrate to be immoral, but the new papal magisterium has been as made explicit right on Canale 5, just as it was on the plane that the LGBT dogma, who am I to judge, was defined, and just as it was in a footnote of Amoris Laetitiae, that the indissolubility of marriage was denied in the name of pastoral practice. Politicians put, put out tweets on social media, self-styled experts pontificate in television, studios and prelates preach in interviews. Do not be surprised if one day Bergoglio appears in a publicity spot to endorse electric scooters. Catholics illuminated by the census fidei that instinctively suggests that incentively suggested them that what clashes with faith and morals have already uh, have already understood that the role of healthcare supply salesman is only one of the many parts played by the uh, by the polyhedric regolio the only role that he stubbornly insists on not wanting to fill because of his blatant incapacity uh, incapacity his innate impatience, even thorough his, uh, even through his deliberate choice, right from the beginning, is that the role of vicar of Christ, w with uh, which, if nothing else, reveals the point of reference of the Argentine, the the ideology which inspires him, the goals he sets for himself, and the means he intends to use, in order to achieve them. Carlo Maria Vigano, Archbishop. January 14th, 2021, St. Hilary Episcopate, Episcopi. Okay, so that he's pointing out that I don't think, I, I don't think Francis really believes in the papacy. I don't think he really believes he's a pope. I think he is an activist. I don't think he ever, I don't think he, I don't think he really, really believes. I honestly don't believe he believes. I, I, don't, I don't think he holds to it as true. I think he sees it. He doesn't see the faith. I think he, he abandoned it a long time ago. I just don't, like I said, I don't, he doesn't communicate to me. 
his words, his actions, his, uh, he doesn't communicate to me. To this day, even though I, I'm, I'm upset with Benedict, I still think his, his writings speak to me. I mean, I relate more with Vigano to what Vigano says and how Vigano lives out his faith. He's a man who lives out his faith. I still hear John Paul II. I still see Christ in John Paul II. I still, I see Christ in, in Benedict, in Ratzinger. I see Christ in Vigano. I hear Jesus talking to me through Vigano. I hear the words of John Paul II. When I read his words, they speak to me. I don't see Christ in uh, in Francis, in Bergoglio. I don't see him. I don't hear him. I don't see him. I don't recognize him in Bergoglio. That's just the problem. Because I, he, he, he's an activist. He has embraced Marxism. It's quite clear in his actions. It's quite clear that he disdains orthodoxy in the Catholic Church. He hates it. He despises it. He despises the mysteries. He only sees the material world. He doesn't, I don't believe he sees God beyond this world. I don't think he does. I don't think he sees God in our reality. And I don't think he sees heaven beyond this reality. I think he only sees this reality. Something happened in his life. Either he has never believed in the beginning, or maybe he thought he believed, or maybe somehow along the way, uh, his formation as a Jesuit has been corruptible. I think all his life, he saw God only in in actions. I think he sees it only in politics. I think he sees God only in science. I don't think he sees. I think he sees God in in social justice. I don't think he can. I don't think he can see God without these things. I think his faith. It's probably there's a crutch, a limp. You know, he you know he really doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what the rest of us think. He doesn't care what the he doesn't care what um he doesn't care about the orthodox. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't reach out to us. He he doesn't think he needs the orthodox. He doesn't think he needs the 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 conservative Catholic. He only sees he sees God in social justice. That's who he is. He's a Jesuit. He's a Jesuit and he, you know, he's like James Martin. James Martin doesn't talk about the scriptures. James Martin never ever quotes the scriptures. And if he does quote the scriptures, he corrupts them, he manipulates them. You know? I mean, in his mind, you know, he doesn't care. He doesn't believe the of the priesthood is sacred. He doesn't think the church is sacred. He doesn't think the he doesn't think any of that. I'm sorry. That's the way that that's him. But this is this is the man that uh I see and I hear. Now, a lot of people may get angry with me about it, but that's it. And I think, you know, sadly enough, I think the the liberals know this. They know this. I mean, Dinesh D'Souza says that they silence us not because they fear what we believe. They know what we believe, but what they're what they they silence us. They silence the conservatives. Because they're afraid of criticism. 
they're afraid that there's a hole that there is that there um there's a hole in their in their um in 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 their in their belief system that it doesn't hold up and they know it doesn't hold up they know it doesn't hold up but they yet they're going to try very hard even though eventually they know it's going to lead to failure because in the end they know that the conservative is the only one that always remains and the problem is that the conservatives just are afraid to fight they're afraid to fight because they're afraid of 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 the spotlight. You shouldn't be afraid of the spotlight. One man said the other day, life site news, go ahead, go against their, 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 their political correctness. Say chairman. Don't say chairperson. Say, <clears throat> say, go ahead, be politically incorrect. You know, um, he knows that the church is not built by liberals. He knows that the church is not built by activism. He knows that faith and good works are necessary. You know, faith and good works that you can't, that you just doing good works for good works sake, regardless for God or not, is not possible. In his mind, he thinks that the Christian religion is the same as any other religion. In many cases, he's pretty, he would probably be very happy if he could be the Pope of the Baha'i. If they had, if they had such an office, that way he doesn't have to prove his faith. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to look for the supernatural. That's him. All right, let's go to the back to that article with Bill Gates. I want to read it one more time carefully. 